Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Doug Kraus, host of the Mortgage Minute. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about applying for a mortgage. People come to me and the first thing they want to know is what are my rates? It's really hard to give you an accurate quote on rates without a little bit of information. And one obviously would be what type of loan do you want? Most anybody talking to me wants a doctor loan, meaning do you want a 10-6 arm? Do you want a 30-year fix? Do you want a 15? So I'm going to need information like that. And so would any other lender give you a quote, but we're also driven by credit score and down payment. So a couple things you need to know whenever you're asking for a rate and even the loan amount, because loan size matters, the bigger the loan with me, the lower the interest rate. It's actually the opposite with most lenders. Usually the lenders offer better interest rates on non-jumbo loans. I actually offer better rates if it is a jumbo loan, which is 647,200 in most parts of the country. When you go to a lender and you wanna ask for a rate quote, at least know roughly what you want for loan amount, what your credit score is and what term loan you want. I offer loans everywhere, but New York, most lenders are gonna also need to know where you're buying. Some have state adjusters where the rates are different in one state versus the next, or they just don't offer loans in that area. Again, have that information ready, and then you shouldn't need to apply for a mortgage to get a rate quote from someone. If you have that information, and somebody tells you you have to apply, just move on. There's no reason to have somebody pull your credit just to give you a rate quote. It should be as simple as gather that information, put it in our pricing calculator and give it to you right there while you're on the phone or respond to an email, either one, if you'd like. So a couple of things I think for sure that you should have ready whenever you get ready to apply is proof of income. And the reason proof of income is important is your debt to income ratio is gonna determine whether or not you qualify. And a lot of times, if there's anything that's gonna be a difference of opinion, it's what is your income? Simple W-2 and make the same thing every two weeks. That's pretty easy, but surprisingly, you know, some people question whether or not am I qualifying on gross income or take home income? It's definitely gross income. Generally speaking, most lenders are anywhere from 41 to 45%. There's certain loans that actually go to 50%, but me and most of my competitors for doctor loans are either 43 or 45% debt to income ratio. It is really important to have the income, especially if you're a contractor or if you're totally self-employed and own a business, what the interpretation of your income is, is certainly going to matter as far as deciding do you or don't you qualify. Beyond that, most lenders are going to ask for information about your landlord. If you are a current renter, so they can get a verification of rent, typically going to want two years tax returns. When I say tax returns, that includes everything. So if you have a 1040 and you have K-1 income, you're going to need to supply the K-1s. If you've got schedules where you own any kind of rental property, something like that, all of that needs to be in it. It can't just be the front page. If you've got W-2s or 1099s, supply all of that. And then a couple pay stubs. You know, if you're, again, a simple W-2 type income, some lenders will only require the W-2 and pay stubs, but most still want the tax return. So have that stuff ready. I think the bank statements, asset statements, hopefully you kind of have a good idea what your assets are and wouldn't necessarily need to provide those up front. Just know that if you put on your application that you have $80,000 in the bank and then we get bank statements that say 8,000, then that 
error in decimal point location could certainly affect your approval. But for the most part, I rarely ever see somebody overstate their assets to where that's a problem, but certainly have happened where income is misstated to the point where I've had physicians say, hey, I make six, 700,000 a year and I get tax returns and lo and behold, on paper, it looks like they're losing money. And good for you that you've got a creative accountant, as long as it's above board and legal, if you're, you know, able to deduct and there's certain deductions that are income that gets added back in such as depreciation. But if you have write-offs on some things, they're not income that you can count and the underwriter is not going to view it the same way. So that's why I think it's always a good idea upfront whenever you're applying to get a pre-approval or a pre-qualification that supply the income, let the lender see and then if they have any questions, can take it to their underwriter because that's what really matters. So anyway, that's really what you need is that. And then if you happen to be on a visa, most lenders need to know that because there's certain visas they can or can't do. So that would be one more thing. But beyond that, don't let a lender convince you that you need to apply in order to get a rate quote because there's no need to let five or six lenders pull your credit just to give you a rate quote. Ideally, what you do is shop for lenders, talk to a few, see who you like, obviously shop around on rate. If you're happy with rate, then apply with that lender and then just move forward with them. Do your due diligence on rate shopping ahead of time. Because really, if you talk to me and you talk to somebody else and you see the rate difference today, most likely if you're not ready to lock the rate for two weeks or two months, whatever spread we had today is probably where we'll be at, you know, in two months. Now, I will say some lenders curb their volume of business by, hey, we've got too much. So they raise their rates to slow business down. And that's probably half the industry. So it's not always to say that one lender is going to be a quarter point lower today. So there'll be a quarter point lower in two months. But as a rule, that's a pretty good way to judge where people are at. And especially if there's a huge difference. I mean, if you talk to one lender, quotes you four and three quarters, and the next one quotes you five and a half, then probably not worth going back to the one that was three quarters of the point two months from now when you're actually ready to make an offer in a house. If that's the space they're in, that's probably just not their niche and they're not going to be competitive two months from now either. Appreciate everybody listening. You can always reach me at DougKraus.com. Thanks again for listening to my podcast.